Yaakov Vinu describes the trials and tribulations he had to endure while working for his father-in-law Lovan, and he tells his wives, Rachel and Leah, I've worked with all my might, however, but your father mocked me, and he changed my wages ten times. Rashi explains that Yaakov Avinu said that Lovan had deceived and cheated him many, many times. Rashi's terminology is, Ten times then, Lovan incredibly changed the terms of their contract 100 times. Lovan constantly came up with different schemes and different deceitful tactics to cheat Yaakov Avinu. Reb Aaron Leib Steyman, Zechroinah Lebracha, and his Sefer, Yelis HaShacha, brings a fascinating story. He writes that one year in Tzfas, in the late 1500s, on Shabbos Parshas Ve'yetze, Reb Moshe Alshech, also known as the Alshech HaKadosh, gave a shir on this parsha, Parshas Ve'yetze. And in his uh, Derasha, he mentioned this Rashi, and, and through different Mamare Chazal, he listed the 100 times the different deceptive strategies that Lovan used to defraud Yaakov. The Rizal, who davened in the same shul as the Alshach, I once heard actually that Rabbi Yosef Karo, the author of the Shulchan Aruch, also davened in that shul, talk about an illustrious Oivanun. So the Alshach is giving the shir, and he's listing the 100 different methods Lovan used, and none other than the Rizal was in the audience listening to the shir. And after the shir, he went over to the Alshach, and they were discussing the shir, and the Alshech commented to the, to the Arizal, I saw you were laughing while I was enumerating the list of the 100. Why were you laughing? And Rabbi said, tighten your seatbelts. The Arizal said to the Alshech the following, From Shemayim, Lovan came down to listen to your shir. And he sat down right next to me. And as you were listing this 100 different deceptive practices, Lovan nodded his head in agreement, as if he reminded himself of what he actually did. However, when he came to one of them, Lovan muttered to himself, What a shame that I didn't think of that one. I wish I could have thought of it, and I could have used it on Yaakov Avinu. When I heard that, says Darizal, I laughed. This is what Darizal told the Alshech. The Alshech got 99 out of 100 right, so that's not bad. But what an amazing story. So Steinman said, this story teaches us a very important lesson, that the midos of a person remains attached to him even after a person dies and he goes up to heaven, to the Oilam Ha'emes. It doesn't just magically disappear posthumously. Any bad midos that a person had in this world remains a part of him for all eternity. If a person doesn't work on his bad character traits while on this world, those bad midos will remain attached to him in perpetuity. Lovan had already been on the Oil of Moemus for many, many centuries. However, when he became aware of one more good idea that he could have deceived Yaakov with, he said, I wish I could have thought of that trick as well. This is even after he was in the oil of Ma'amis for all these years. Nothing changed. The same evil Lavan. So whatever Midos we have in this world, both good or bad, stay with us forever. This lesson said by Steinman reminds me of another incredible story I once heard about the Chafetz Chaim. One day he told all the people of his town to come a few minutes earlier to Mincha because he would be making a very important announcement right before Davening. The town of Radnum was buzzing. Everyone 
was very curious to hear from this great tzaddik, what is this major announcement all about? So 10 minutes before Mincha, the Bismedish is jam-packed. And finally, when the time came, the Chafetz Chaim gets up to the podium, and you can hear a pin drop. He gets up there and he says, We say every day by the Bichas HaTorah, The soul that you placed within me, Tahira, he is pure. You created it, you fashioned it, you breathed it into me. You safeguard it within me. And you will eventually take it from me and restore it to me. Said the Chafetz Chaim, after a person departs from this world, Hashem takes his soul and he puts it into his vault and he guards it there. It can stay there for many, many years, even sometimes many decades or many centuries. So ask the Chafetz Chaim, what does Hashem do with the, with the Neshama for all these years? So he said, the Rabbi Shalom stores it in a special vault for Neshamas. And he doesn't alter it, he doesn't enhance it or elevate it or change it in any which way. And when the time comes, he will retrieve it from there and place it back into the person's body and bring it back to life unchanged, where the person will have it for all eternity. Said the Chafetz Chaim, it's our responsibility to work on elevating and to transform it into a highly spiritual and pure soul before Hashem takes it from us. And with that message delivered to the huge crowd, the Chafetz Chaim stepped down from the podium. What a message. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.